Welcome to the Friday Men's Breakfast Podcast, brought to you by the Chapel Podcast Network. In this week's lesson from the Book of Romans, Dr. Robert Whitehead, lead pastor of New Zion Baptist Church, begins our final series on the cooperation for the gospel by looking at Paul's motivations and intentions. So open your Bibles to Romans chapter 15 and join us as we continue to see how God's righteousness for the unrighteous is revealed in the gospel of Jesus Christ. Cooperation for the gospel, part one, Paul's motivations and intentions. And it's taken from Romans 15, 14 through 33. For time's sake today, I'm not gonna read all the passages that I have for you, but I just wanted to comment on some, um, some of them. And, and so before we talk about the motivations and Paul's intentions, I want to talk about Paul's approach. Paul's approach. Paul said, I'm going to do this one. I myself feel confident about you, my brothers and sisters, that you yourselves are full of goodness, filled with all knowledge, and, and are able to instruct one another. I felt that so interesting in terms of Paul's approach. Because this and this book of Romans is it is an exciting book and we are saved not by our own righteousness, but what Christ did for us. And since God has touched our lives is incumbent upon us that we make disciples. That's what we are. That's what we are called to do. That's 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 our that's part of our business. We're called to make the disciples. So then. I like Paul's approach as he uh, deals with the the church in Rome. And and so here's Paul's approach. If we are to be the light that we should be, we have to have a certain approach in terms of how we do things. And so Paul, you know what Paul did? Paul praised the people. In this letter, he, he's not getting on them for what they weren't doing, but he praised the people. He, it, was, it was full of goodness. If you, read that, if you read that verse, what he said was full of goodness in terms of how he approached the people. It was filled. He, he, he commended them on their fullness, full, full, of, full of goodness. He commended them that they were filled with knowledge. He didn't talk about what they did know. And he, and he was able to, and he told them they were able to instruct one another. This is so important for us because this sets the approach for all of us. It sets the approach for all of us as we live, as we gather, as we fellowship, uh, as we come together. And I do commend uh, this, the team here in terms of was able to get this, keep this going, Hunter, even during the pandemic. It is so important. Fellowship is so important for all of us. So Paul, that was Paul's approach. But then we have to have an approach. How, what are we going to do? So what is our approach? I'm gonna, we're going to be kind of interactive. What is our approach? Anybody? What is our approach? As we approach, as we deal with people, what is our approach as believers? Anybody? Fellowship. Fellowship? That's so important. Anything else? Service. Service? And I'm big on service. I think we have, we have to be engaged. We have to be out there. We have to be with people. We have to help people. Fellowship, service, anything else that we could do? Yes. Meeting people where they are. Oh, 
That is so true. That is so true that we have to meet people where they are. Now, it doesn't say that we have to always embrace everything that they stand for and believe, but we can still meet them where they are with the hope that God is able to uh, do some things in their lives. So that was why, why is approach important? Uh, okay, so why is that important that we do that? Why is that important that we, that we have fellowship, that we meet people where they are, and that we serve? We're the hands and feet of God. We're the hands and feet of God. These size 12s are the feet of God. These big hands from my small body are the hands of God. And that applies to each one of you. It applies to each one of you. So how should we approach people? How should we approach people as believers? Anybody? Lovingly. Lovingly? Okay, so this is, so uh, I see this side uh, is, uh, I'm see, I'm going to get a lot of answers from this side of the room. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's what it is. <laughs> All right. Bring some coffee to these guys over here. Okay. How should we approach people? Milt Hines, my friend, how should we approach people? Humility and compassion. Okay. Truthfulness. Truth, truthfully. Was it truthfully? Truthfulness. Truthfulness. Yes. Milk. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> you took the easy way out. It is. And they belong to him anyway. What are some things that, that we can do as we approach others? What are some of the things that we can do as we approach others? As Paul was sending this letter, he was reaching out to them. But what are some of the things that we can do? Pray. Pray. That's always on the list. Pray. And what else can we do? Share our testimony. Share our testimony. Because all of us should have a testimony in terms of what the Lord has done for us. Else. Anything else? Don't be judgmental. Don't be judgmental. Okay, this side is this side is kicking up over here now. <laughs> Don't be judgmental. Listen. What was that? Listen. Listen. Have a listening ear to hear their story. Hear what they have to offer. Now we're going to talk about that was Paul's approach. But now let's get into Paul's motivation. I'm not going to, well, let me just read, let me just read part, let me read this. Nevertheless, on some points, I have written to you rather boldly by way of reminder because of the grace given me by God to be a minister of Christ Jesus and to the Gentiles in the priestly service of the gospel of God so that offering of the Gentiles may be acceptable sanctified by the Holy Spirit. So Paul's motivation. Paul was motivated by the grace of God. That's a motivator. Because if God has been uh, grace, merciful to us and showed his grace to us, 
that ought to be a motivator for us to be about the Lord's business. Let me see here. Maybe I'm. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I was pushing the wrong button. Okay. It wasn't a technical issue. It was a Rob Whitehead issue. Uh, Paul was motivated to be a minister of Jesus to the Gentiles. That was his unique ministry that God had for him to, to bridge the gap, to bring other people in who were not Jews. So then, Paul had his motivations. All of us should have our motivations. What should motivate us as believers? What should motivate us as believers? The grace of God. The grace of God. <laughs> it motivated Paul. And by his grace are we saved. What should motivate us? All right, let me throw some out. Love should motivate us. Compassion should motivate us. And, of course, mercy should motivate us. Anything else? What should motivate us as believers? And in particular, men. What should motivate us? Lost souls. Lost souls. Have a passion for those who are lost. Have a passion for those who are lost. What should motivate us? Anybody else? Any ideas in terms of what else should motivate us? The word of God. The word of God should be our motivator. As a matter of fact, okay, we're motivated by the word of God because it renews us. It refreshes us. It redirects us. So what should what else should motivate us? What's that? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit can and does motivate us to do what is right and to do what is pleasing in the Lord's sight. Anybody else? Christ's death, Christ, Christ death on the cross, and then not only the death on the cross, but then also the resurrection. Because it, go, it, so, it goes hand in hand. And what else should motivate us? As we look, as motivate us, as we look at Paul, who was motivated Anybody else? Anybody else? Sacrifice. Sacrifice. Wow. And why? And why? And why you make your sacrifice? We should uh, lead by example. Lead by example. Lead by example. And Paul did that. I can think of a number of instances, even when Paul uh, would not take a salary or pay because he and he he was said he worked because he wanted to show people that he wasn't in it. For the money, he wasn't in it uh, to build himself up. And what else? Anything else? Anything else? Jesus teachings. Jesus teachings. And why? And why in particular Jesus' teaching? He commanded us to do certain things, and we should. That's a good motivator. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, I got, a, I got one of my wife's van, her... Uh, decals uh, uh, do you know when they, you know uh, next month next month and uh, I haven't I haven't uh, haven't sent it in. I hadn't gone online to you know to, to renew it yet but you know if I don't do it and I know I'm gonna get a ticket 
that's going to be a motivator for me to pay for something that I didn't have to do. Anybody else? So why is what motivates us important? Why is what motivates us important? As we are men of God, as we seek to do God's will. So why is it important what motivates us? Anybody? Well, it's a reflection of what our values are. It's a reflection of what our values are. And so that, that sets the foundation then for what we believe. Yeah. Guess where's Billy today? <laughs> He's not here? Let's go on. Can people be motivated by other things? What are some things people can be motivated by? Society. Society. How does society motivate us? Not very well. <laughs> <laughs> Amen to that. Yes. Sometimes we can be motivated by uh Vainglory. Sometimes we can be motivated by what other people are doing. And one thing I like about Paul, he was not motivated by what other people were doing. He kept on doing what he was doing. He was, you know, beaten, run out of town, put in jail. But he wasn't motivated by what people were doing to him either. Can people be motivated by other things? I Pride and prestige. Pride and prestige. So when one is motivated by pride and prestige, what normally happens? Fall. Fall. They, open, they fall or open themselves up for failure. Anything else? Anything else? Reference. Money. Power. Why reminds us that the love of money is the root of all evil. Not money itself, because money is, uh, uh, that's, that's just money. <laughs> but it's the love of money which is the root of all evil. Politics. Politics. Politics can be a motivator. Politics can be a motivator. And, you know, we've gotten to the point where politics are so polarized in this nation. And so the... Sometimes, sometimes it seems as if our politicians just want to be, be elected and re-elected as opposed to serving. That's just an opinion. That's just an opinion. That's just an opinion. It's, but also, Paul's intentions. Paul's intentions. I'm not, that's the last part. But some of this I want to just read. In Christ Jesus, then, I have reason to boast of my work for God. I will not be so bold as to speak of anything except what Christ has accomplished through me to win obedience from the Gentiles by the word and deed, by the power of signs and wonders, by the power of the Spirit, so that from Jerusalem is far around as somebody help me with the word. What is it called? Illyricum. I have fully proclaimed the gospel of Christ. Thus I make it my ambition 
to proclaim the gospel. And if you read, you know, Paul, Paul was sold out for the gospel. Now where Christ has already been named so that I do not build on someone else's foundation. But as it is written, those who have never been told of him shall see and those who have never heard of him shall understand. That is so powerful. So Paul's intentions, Paul, oh, let me go back, let me go back, let me go back. So Paul's intentions were only, let me see, I got them, I didn't put them on, only speak about what Christ had accomplished in him. So he wasn't boasting, he wasn't making himself look good, he wasn't putting himself ahead of anybody else, but he only speak what Christ has accomplished in him. So if I raise the question to a group of men on a Friday morning, what has Christ accomplished in us? Don't everybody answer because that causes confusion. Salvation. Well, what was that? Salvation. salvation. He's, he's accomplished salvation in us. He has touched us because of Christ. We are all here. How many of you all got to go to work after this? Okay. All right. I'm going to get you out. I'm going to get you on time. I'm going to get you on time. How many of you all do not have to go to work, but you have work to do after this? Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Uh -huh. so, so Paul's intentions was only speak about what Christ had accomplished in him. And he also wanted to proclaim the gospel where it had not been proclaimed. That, that, Paul wasn't trying to just go back over what everybody else was doing. He wanted to make sure that the gospel message was getting out. And again, Paul was sold out for the Lord. He wanted to make sure that as many people were saved as possible. So our, our intentions, why are our intentions important? Why are our intentions important? Anybody? Because we influence those around us. We influence those around us. Raise a family that loves God. Say that again. Raise a family that loves God. Raise a family that raise that raise a family that love God. And that's, you know, as fathers, that's 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 what we want to do. That's what we want to do. I have uh, two sons. Two sons and two grandsons. And uh now as my grandsons, and they are five and seven, as they're getting older, I try to make sure that my intentions, what I do and say around them, and the example that I set for them is a positive example. Because they are like sponges. They soak up everything you say and do. They watch, they, they, they watch us even when we don't think they're watching us. And so that's why my intentions and the things that I do must be uh, thought out, it must be done in love, must, be, must show compassion. Can our intentions interfere with us pleasing God? Why so? Can our intentions interfere with us pleasing God? All right, go ahead. I know you're going to go ahead and say it. It's counter to the will of God. It's counter to the will of God, Don. It is. Yep. Now we're going to talk about Paul's desires. 
read all of this, but, and Paul said, this is the reason that I have so often been hindered from coming to you. But now with no further place for me in these regions, I desire as I have for many years to come to you when I go to Spain. For I do hope to see you on my journey and be sent on by you once I have enjoyed your company for a little while. At present, however, I'm going to Jerusalem in a ministry to the saints. Uh, for Macedonia and Achaia were pleased to share their resources with the poor among the saints at Jerusalem. They were pleased to do this, and indeed they owe it to them. For if the Gentiles have come to share in their spiritual blessings, they ought to also be of service to them in material things. So when I have completed this and have delivered them what with deliver what has been all, all collected, I was set out by way of you to Spain. And I know that when I come to you, I will come in the fullness of the blessings of Christ. I appeal to you, brothers and sisters, by our Lord Jesus Christ and by the love of the Spirit to join me in this earnest prayer to God on my behalf that I may be rescued from the unbelievers in Judea and that my ministry to Jerusalem may be acceptable to the saints so that at God's will I may come to you with joy and be refreshed in your company. That God of peace be with you all. Amen. Let me, let me, just, let me just speed this up. So Paul's desire. Paul had a desire to visit Rome. Paul had a desire to visit Jerusalem. Paul had a desire that the people would pray for him. I want to stop right there at the pray for him. It is so important that we pray for those who uh, teach the word, those who proclaim the word, pray for those on mission fields, pray for our pastors and pastoral staff, pray for those who are in need, pray for those who, uh, something I do. Sometimes when I'm driving, sometimes I'm in the car, my dad, I, I just start praying for the person who's beside me in the other car. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, because I, I want them to stay in their lane. Yeah, right. But but I, I think you know, yeah, yeah, you can pray with your eyes open. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but it is it's important that we pray for other people. And that that should be a part of us, even for this group here. Continue to pray for Hunter, continue to pray for those who come out here every week. And I do admit, guys, on Friday morning. That's, that's commitment. To get out here early on a Friday morning, that's commitment. And so I commend all of you for that. So our desires, what do you desire today? What are some of the desires that some of you have today? Anybody? What are your desires today? Y'all, I know you desire that I hurry up and finish up. That's coming soon. But <laughs> in addition to that, what are your desires today? Make the one, oh yes. Oh, oh that's, a, that's a big one. That's a big one. Because one of the things, uh, yesterday, or last night rather, I was working from the kitchen table. One of the desires, I, I, one of my desire was that I would clean that table off before I left the house today to make her happy. Yes. Anybody else? What, what, what do you, what was that? To know God deeper. To serve him with more fervor. 
to, to be a witness for him, to, and here's another one, to take care of my body, which is a temple, even better, even those things. You know, I, it, it, there, I, there are some desires that I have. Now, I, 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 let, let me just share this with you. I have always liked sports cars, have always liked sports cars. But my desire is not to really put my emphasis on the cars, but my, but my desire is to glorify God with what I do. And so there are some things we can, we can have a passion for. There are certain things that we can desire. But as long as our desires are in God's will, we're okay. Thanks for joining us today. For more information on the Williamsburg Friday Men's Breakfast, please visit wcchapel.org slash mensbreakfast. I hope you'll join us again for our next installment in our study of the Book of Romans. Until then, know that you have been set apart for the gospel of Jesus Christ. God bless and have a great week.